0: Do you happen to have a chance, Cube?
1: I don't, but I do have some dice for Marvel Dice Throne. Coming soon, Marvel Dice Throne is a fast and fun board game for all ages. Each player selects one of eight heroes to face off in a head-to-head battle to see who earns the right to take the throne.
0: Gameplay involves strategically rolling dice to activate special abilities, playing unique hero cards to manipulate results, and upgrading your hero board to power up your stats. The project is currently being crowdfunded on Kickstarter, so head there now to check out their Kickstarter exclusives and reserve your copy today. Hello there, I'm Colleen.
1: And I'm Anders.
0: And this is a special emergency, Bohemian Geek Studies slash yet another Star Wars podcast video, because we got some very... Exciting news today.
1: Dude, that is right. Sound the klaxons. We are jumping on board Slave mm-hmm. One. Disney, I dare you to keep trying to change the name and breaking down the new S- trailer S- for the Book of Boba <laughs> Fett that dropped today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Been waiting for this Silent for so long. Silent
0: clapping.
1: <laughs> Eileen, are you ready to consolidate mm-hmm. our power and control a galaxy wide crime syndicate?
0: <laughs> I mean, as so long as the huts aren't involved, yep, let's do it. I don't know.
1: Maybe uh, Zero is just uh, around there somewhere. I
0: never know. he's dead. Thank (laughs) the good Lord Zero the Hutt is dead.
1: (laughs) All right. So, yes, today we got our first trailer for The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, Just a little bit about the series as a whole, it does seem that it is going to be focusing on the aftermath of Boba Fett's return in The Mandalorian Season 2. He's killed Bib Fortuna and taken over supposedly Jabba's empire, but the rest of the syndicates might not be too eager to just allow him to kind of waltz in and assume control. So, Colleen, how do we start this trailer?
0: Ooh. Okay, so... We open on Tatooine. There is a really freaking creepy (laughs) spider thing. No. No. Can we be done with spiders? Ah, Spiders. No. (laughs) It's not really a spider, though, so we're going to give it the benefit of the doubt here. It's crawling against a backdrop of Jabba's Palace, and we get the voiceover of Boba, Tamara Morrison, my bae, stating, quote, I am not a bounty hunter, end quote, with a response of, quote, I've heard otherwise. Mm. hmm So that spider is a monk. So this is a person,
1: what
0: <laughs> <F>? <laughs> a person <laughs> kind of, of the Boamar order. We see one of these in the background of Return of the Jedi that's kind of creepy crawling past the door to the palace. These monks believed in totally breaking themselves off from all sensations, so they had their brains removed and placed in these spider droids in order to achieve full consciousness. So they got that going for them. Interestingly enough, Jabba's palace was originally a Bomar monastery, which he took over. Because they're just like monk brains crawling around in spider droids. What can they do against Jabba? Nothing. So they just crawl around the monastery, I guess. And are like, I guess we're now part of this criminal empire.
1: (laughs) One thing I did notice uh, in the shots we get of Boba kind of suiting back up I don't know if I never noticed this. If, why I never noticed this before, but the uh, the text on like where his like name tag would go on his armor is like blinking, and it looks like it's actually got some text that's changing as it's going. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it says anything. If you can read anything, also also worth noting something I noticed. You can kind of see. We said uh, back in Mandalorian season two how he really did kind of give this armor a fresh paint job whereas it was all scuffed up back during Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. He got this fresh paint job when he got it. Now he's kind of allowed it to get scuffed up again. It seems like he's he turned that page and is now everything is kind of a scar of a new battle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Moving on, we get some shots of Fennec and Bobo walking through the street market and kind of drawing some side eyes from, mm-hmm. from some of the, uh, the market keepers. Uh, we then cut interior to what we might would presume is an Athorian gangster on a throne. As he says, I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. And we can kind of see that Fennec and Boba are right before him. This character, who is the same one as who just said I've heard otherwise, uh, he was identified in the YouTube closed captions as quote-unquote the mayor. So he's kind of the the mayor of this town
0: yes Mm -hmm.
1: we then cut to this wide shot of this city is this tatooine
0: i don't think so it's too big
1: it's too big (laughs) unless
0: like because like most asphalt isn't that big yeah and i think it's somewhere else
1: every everything i could see seem to indicate that in the event that this is Tatooine, the only real candidate would be Bestine, because that is Tatooine's one... it's the one settlement that's actually considered a city, and this even seems like it would be too big for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, to me, it actually reminded me of Garel, which the ghost crew wow. use as their hideout during season two of Rebels. It's got that kind yes. of spaceport, everything's got in the crater. I just, It looks mm-hmm. really cool, and I'm really excited to see where this is,
0: that would be cool if it was Gorill. I um like the crater idea is really cool. Like you, it kind of started out that way. I think like in the crater, and then it grew up mm-hmm. and outside as more population growth happened. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it's got to be outer rim because that's where all the crime syndicates operate pretty much. I'm very Probably. curious who this authoritarian is.
1: Yeah, i've I've seen some speculation that it's Doc Ondar, but most Most people seem to agree it's probably not. Like, it would be really cool if it was. If
0: he's called the mayor, like, mm, I don't know. Looks (laughs) more like a lord.
1: (laughs) Could be, could be. Some sort of lord. (laughs) All right, moving on. So we Hmm. do get this shot of the throne that Boba sat on at the final, in the final shots of Mandalorian Season 2. And a lot of characters drawing weapons. Colleen, you were telling me something about this throne right before we started, right?
0: Yes, the throne that Bib Fortuna was sitting in, and now Jabba sits in, just says Boba Fett over and over again. (laughs) So I I don't think this is meant to be like something for real in the world, per se. I think it's just kind of a fun Easter egg Mm -hmm. for us. Because that would be a really quick (laughs) freaking carving job by Boba. I mean, I guess he could have got it done by the droids, could have made it for him, but...
1: I mean, Fennec's part-droid now, so maybe she can
0: <laughs> Poor Fennec with, like, a pickaxe. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe I owe this fucker my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs>
1: uh, we also get several shots here of a lot of characters drawing weapons on each other. We got mm-hmm. Bobo, we got Fennec, we got these two humans, not really sure who they are. Some sort of uh, guards.
0: Some sort of guards.
1: They look like they're in some kind of uniform. Maybe they're from one of the s- syndicates. Not really sure. Uh, and we also get the Gamorreans in the background. Those mm-hmm. Gamorrean guards that he seems to have inherited from Jabba.
0: They'll work for anybody.
1: They will. Uh, we also get this line from Boba Fett that Jabba the Hutt ruled by fear, and he intends to rule with respects. Mm. Now, my question is, in the line of work, you're in, is there really much of a difference?
0: I mean... Vito Corleone might say yes. <laughs> I think it depends on the mob boss you're talking
1: to. <laughs> I don't know. And I just thought this was really funny. Fennec just looks in this shot to me like she really, really wants to just roll her eyes at him. Yes. Like he's saying, he thinks he's saying something so profound and she just wants to be like, oh, God, can we get on with it?
0: Like, God, it's like you were when you were a teenager. Ugh. Because you know that they have to have known each other for a while.
1: They must have.
0: At least through reputation, but yeah.
1: You never know. <laughs> All right, Colleen, what's, the, what's our next scene here?
0: Our next scene is Fennec addressing the tableful of Jabba's former captains. This is really exciting. Like, I got very excited about this. We see a few Trandoshans who are famous for their slaving and criminality in general. A couple Aqualish. You probably remember Ponda Baba from New Hope. <laughs> he doesn't like you.
1: <laughs> first guy, the first Star Wars character to lose an arm. Yep. Not the last. Oh, Pond
0: Baba. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of Clatoonians, who we don't see very often, but they kind of seem to be the leaders of this group, or at least the ones who are openly kind of in opposition to Boba. The Trandoshans and the Aqualish are kind of just chilling. They're like, See, we're going to see how this shakes out before we start threatening Boba Fett. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, And it really does seem like Fennec is offering them something. Mm-hmm. She's trying to kind of buy their loyalty to Boba so that he can sort of centralize this control here. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And then an interesting shot here. I liked this one, this kind of wide shot of them out in the tower belt Nice nighttime balcony shot. Tatooine actually does look very beautiful, um, yes. just after That's sunset. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but this also, I think, gives us some of our first real sense of scope to the size of Jabba's palace. I was thinking about this, like back in uh, Return of the Jedi when we were here. Yeah, we get a couple of wide shots, but we don't really see anyone outside of it, other than C-3PO, like just outside the door. So it's very, very close up. Like I, I guess I always kind of imagined it. Yeah, it says palace, but it was never really much more than like maybe like a three-story house. <laughs> like it didn't seem that big,
0: right? <laughs> Scope, everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, same thing with the same thing with the the monk in the opening shot. It looks like it's so small, but actually, then you realize that that's a human-sized brain in there, so it is very large. Yeah,
0: yeah that spider is big, y'all. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Next up, we get another voiceover from Boba saying, why speak conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? Now, this immediately brought me back to the wire and Mm -hmm. Idris Elba convincing all of the drug dealers that if they come together as an actual like corporation, they will save on product and make so much more money.
0: No more fighting amongst ourselves.
1: No more fighting amongst ourselves. And we got several other shots in here. What What do we have
0: here, Colleen? We have some Tuscan Raiders. Yay. We saw the if Boba treats them the same. Could be. Could, it could be. be. It could be.
1: We get that nice shot of Fennec throwing the knife, which I just thought was really cool. She like took it out of an almost hidden location and mm-hmm. threw it right there.
0: Yes. She, she's amazing. Like, let's just oh, yeah. she's, all agree she's that Fennec is going to be the best part <laughs> of this show.
1: <laughs> we, get this. Oh, we also
0: get Fennec and Boba storming in somewhere. Great. Love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. A
1: couple of Twi'lek, Twi'leks. Uh, one of them is played by none other than the flash dancer herself, Miss Jennifer Beals. <laughs> A little bit of surprise so, casting.
0: Is she going to be dancing? <laughs>
1: I mean, the, tw- the Twi'leks were really, the initial introduction of them, one of them was the Slave Dancer in mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi in Jabba's Palace, who unfortunately was eaten by the Rancor. Mm-hmm. Sad, sad day. But here, they seem to be almost like running this place. Yes. They, they seem to be in a position of power in this room, making maneuvers.
0: Love, love to see, like, is Boba trying to get them on his side now?
1: Yeah, I think that might be. Mm. And then again, just a nice shot of Slave One flying across the desert.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that ship; it it just looks so badass. It, it really does. That.
1: All right, then we go back to this table meeting. What's going on here? Mm-hmm.
0: Oof, the Kletuanian is like, mm, why shouldn't we just kill Boba and take what we want? I mean,
1: why not? Indeed.
0: Why not? I think I like this. This little meaningful glance between Fennec and Boba—they're <laughs> like so in sync. Which is really interesting. I mean, even in Mando season two, we noticed that they just seem to be copacetic. Like they definitely do well. Like partnering up. I think that's great. And then we get, this was like major, like 30 pieces of silver vibes happening. In the next part, Boba's helmet rolling, which is full of credits. Their Republic credits, which are apparently good now on Tattooing.
1: Yep, public credits are good here now. It's fine.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> this, when it rolled, though, we got this, like, major Django vibe from when his helmet rolls when Mace Windu cuts his head off and attacks the clothes. I was a little nervous. I'm like, why is this helmet full of money? And also, why is it rolling like that? Not a fan of that at all. Oh, these are cool, though. They look like ray shields, but personal personalized ray shields
1: yeah kind of like the uh a combination of obviously the ray shields from phantom menace uh between maul and qui-gon obi-wan but Mm -hmm. handheld, much more like the gungan shields that they had they had those handheld ones
0: Mm -hmm. or sabine's mandalorian yeah smaller but these are really cool i'm sure and poor fennec is like fuck
1: (laughs) no way she's saying come at me bro
0: (laughs) Well, that too. Yeah, she's like, "God damn it!" But also, I can totally pull this off. It's fine. And then Boba, of course, showing off his very fearsome hand-to-hand fighting skills, possibly decapitating someone. Looks like he was a, going
1: down for the axe job.
0: I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of decapitations <laughs> in the show.
1: He just has this crazy look in his eye in this scene, like he is going mm-hmm.
0: nuts. He's a berserker fighter now, because he was not like that when he was a bounty hunter. And now he seems much more into hand-to-hand combat. It's like he, like, took lessons from Tusken Raiders in how to fight.
1: (laughs) Could be. He spent some time with them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if that's what happened, because he was, like, king of the blaster. He didn't really do hand-to-hand. At least in Return of the Jedi, he didn't. Empire, he didn't.
1: I don't know. Maybe he's just done with the disintegrations. I don't know.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, really no more disintegrations, just decapitations.
1: Absolutely. So then we get Fennec kind of standing up again. We're back at this kind of summit meeting thing and notes that if that Kletuian had spoken to Jabba like that, he would have been fed straight to Jabba's menagerie, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Rancor. Maybe a little Moochie. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I will never not say is Moochie, because that's Moo-chee. how that's how Omega is
0: saying it. Bless Omega. Maybe we'll see her in Book of Boba Fett. That'd be great.
1: You never know. Some significantly shocked looks on these guys' faces when she says this.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, and oh Boba- shit,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we remember those days. And then we close on Boba kind of leaning back and saying, you know, speak freely, which to me, brought me right into the world of Kill Bill. In Kill Bill 1, Lucy Liu gets up, she's ascended to power to control the Yakuza, and she chops that guy's head off to prove a point and proceeds to directly tell them, no, it's okay, you guys can disagree with me from time to time. It's Mm. not about that.
0: (laughs) Very specifically, not that.
1: (laughs) Yes, very, very specifically, not that. And that's it for the trailer. The trailer ends there. And we now have to wait, presumably, until December 29th. For we release. might get
0: another trailer. I would think like we
1: one. We trailer part two. Early December, added. maybe.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. With added stuff. I don't think it'll be completely new. I think it might be, like, this plus. Yeah. Or this rearranged plus.
1: I'm going like to guess that. that most of the stuff from here came from, like, episodes one and two. Because they don't, don't they really don't give too much away.
0: Mm-mm. Same with Mando. We got like nothing from the back half of season two.
1: Yeah. All right. So kind of moving off of the content itself. And let's just say a couple of our reactions. So I don't know if I could properly state how hyped I am after watching this trailer. When I saw that <laughs> it came out. And I was I was in the middle of doing something for work. And I was like, this needs to end so I can watch this. And then I saw it. And I was just like... Oh, my God, this looks amazing. It has Robert Rodriguez written all over it. The quality of the shots, the cinematography looks incredible. Um, just a couple of particular things that made me really excited. Fennec and Boba, like you said, that they seem really in sync. They seem to be getting pretty much equal screen time. I mean, he is the title character, but she is in almost every shot here. And I'm here for it. ming Wen, always and forever. Also, Fennec Shan is our biggest link back to the Bad Batch series, which if they were looking to potentially bring in Omega, all yeah. grown up, yeah. you never know. <laughs> it would be a pretty, pretty nice bookend to the Book of Boba Fett for his sister to turn up.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and one thing worth noting, how much time Boba spends here without his helmet, um, kind of distinguishing the show from the Mandalorian. <laughs> where <laughs> mm-hmm. Where he is always in his helmet, except for like one or two shots every season. Something else I noticed here that the aliens are getting a decent amount of screen time here, and they're actually getting some stuff to do. I started yeah. thinking back to a lot of the alien characters that we have, uh, particularly in the Mandalorian, and most of them, they're almost nonverbal. Yeah. They're they they do not speak, they either don't speak basic or just not English other than like mm-hmm. Horatio Sands. Uh, they just sort of grunt and yell and point, but here they're at this table, they're talking, they're actually interacting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just seems like a really, really nice step forward. And I'm just psyched on this premise that they. this seems to be like much more of a gangster mobster show. Like when The Mandalorian premiered, it was pretty obviously a Western, and now this is something a little bit different. And it's just really cool. It's a new direction for Star Wars to dive in. I am mm-hmm. always down for more dark side stories. But if we're not actually getting into force users, this is a really interesting path to follow. And I just cannot wait now for December 29th.
0: I'm very, very excited. If he's consolidating like Gangster Crews, I wonder if Crimson Dawn is still around. Cause that would be awesome. Like, what if Kira's still around? Yes. That would be even more awesome. <laughs> To just be like, oh yes, mm. and now we're going to do a Kira show. <laughs> That'd be so cool.
1: They've been hyping up Bounty oh, Hunter man. Wars in the comics, right?
0: Yes, exactly. I want, I want that. Give it to me now. Uh, I was not prepared to be hit with this trailer <laughs> today, but I'm really glad that I was. <laughs> not only that, but the rumor mill on social media was running like crazy today. There is a rumor that there might be a, an animated mall prequel in the works which of course I am like damn tomorrow Morrison freaking shiny mall sparkly mall again like I'm very thirsty this evening like oh my god this is great uh seeing Tamara Morrison and migna when just like ready to kick ass was exactly what my Monday needed we just went into work and I told my boss it was like the book of Boba Fett trailer dropped today and he was like oh So it's perfect. Um, I want to see how his new philosophy works out. I'm not sure how it's going to work with other gangsters, but that's what I presume the show is going to be about, is him trying to stick to this new code that he somehow has. Seriously, though, if Timothy Oliphant isn't on the show, what are we doing? (laughs) We're on Tatooine. Cobb Vamp is on Tatooine. Are we going to see?
1: I mean, He doesn't have the armor anymore. What use is he?
0: he looks like Timothy Oliphant. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yes, I want that. I also definitely want them to go back and help Katie Sackhoff take yes. Mandalore.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing if it fed into that. That'd be really cool. I mean, in the books, Cobb Vanth and his village have a hut, so that could definitely feed into this, mm-hmm. even though it's like a baby hut, so it's not really ready to take over or anything, but that would be kind of cool if... Boba found out and was like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm, we need to get rid of this. But um, I want to see a Sarlacc flashback or at least have him talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to know why he changed, was being in the Sarlacc, what changed him, did he really change? Like, is this a real change that we're seeing? It seemed like in Mando season two that he had kind of turned over a new leaf. Really, though, it's like that saying it's good to be the king, but it's not easy. They never add that part in at the end is that it's never easy, is. Never easy to hold the throne or the crown. So I can't, I can't wait for Boba's struggles because I think they're going to be many and varied and very bloody.
1: Very true. All right, everybody, that will wrap it up for us today. So thank you everybody for joining us. Special thanks again to Marvel Dice Throne for their support of these episodes. Hit the link in our show notes to head over to their Kickstarter. And also, while you're while you're down there, hit that follow button and join us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find Colleen and I on Bohemian Geek Studies, where we are covering Star Wars Rebels Season 4. And then you can also join us on yet another Star Wars podcast, where we are journeying through Star Wars visions. It is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. So much is on. So much is coming. Have a great night. night, everybody.
0: Good night, everyone. <laughs>